Hello and welcome to Downtime Podcast, episode 172. Elisa is unable to make it today, so instead, I have brought on my friend, JP. Hello, JP. Hey, what's up? That was really high. Hey, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, take a second. Hey, what's up? There you go. Second take. Welcome back, man. It's been a pleasure having you last time, and um, glad you're back this time. I am glad to be here again. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, man. Um, so as we've talked before on a previous podcast, we we play a lot of games together. So a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about is pretty normal, <laughs> I got to say. Yep, um, yeah, yeah. But before we go into like, games we're playing and some news topics, I wanted to ask, um, what's going on with you? What's new in the world of JP? New in the world of JP? Um... Besides spending a lot of money in Disneyland a couple of weeks ago, which we'll talk about, mm-hmm. um, nothing. I don't know. Like it's it's been uh, pretty normal. Like nothing really has got nothing really crazy because you know we can't really do anything still because the pandemic and all that jazz. So haven't really done a lot of things. With the Delta variant sense. going around, are you a little scared of going outside? I I mean I kind of am. Um, I know I just saw like the the Bay Area in terms of like how many people are are getting COVID now and stuff, and uh, my county's in the red again, so that's fun. Mm. Um, and I know was that CDC's the CDC's uh, about to. Or I don't know if they announced it already, but they said to uh, mask indoors again. So. Yeah. But we've been I've I've just been doing that regardless. Mm-hmm. Good habits. So it's just like something I do normally now. So I don't I just I'm just whatever. Just the day when we all can be safe, we can all be safe and not wear masks would be an, an amazing day. And it's yeah, it's just been crazy. Oh, oh speaking of that, um, I'm going to PAX West Ooh. in sep- September for a bachelor party. <laughs> So you're going to PAX West and a bachelor party, or the bachelor parties at PAX West? The bachelor parties that weekend, and we're spending one day in PAX West. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. How does that make you feel, though, since it's going to be a convention indoors? I'm excited, because this, well, this is my first PAX, so awesome. that's going to be dope. Um, the the bachelor party is just like the uh, the groom and the groomsmen. It's only like four of us who are going, so... Um, it's gonna be a small bachelor party. I mean, we're all D and D fans, so we're trying to hopefully see some D and D stuff at the at the convention. But they just announced you must show proof of vaccination or um, proof that you don't have COVID, like a twenty four hour test. Like that's required now to get into PAX West, dude. Yes, which I am totally fine with. I'm like, yep. sure. I'm I'm gonna bring up my I'm gonna bring up my card with me, so I can start doing that. I was like, yeah. hell yeah! I'm told that that just made me like, like okay, I can, I can be, it feels safer. 
Yeah, no, that makes that would make me want to bring my card everywhere just to be like, hey, you need this to get in here. I'll be like, dude, I'll bring my card with me. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm vaccinated. I, I swear. Mean, we need it. <laughs> we need it in San Francisco for the bars. Yeah, yeah. We were just talking about that the other day too. How in SF to get into a bar, you need to show your vaccination card. But then on the flip side of that, JP, like, what's the what's to stop people from getting fake ones? Or you know, like, does every bar need a bouncer? Like. You know, there's a yeah. lot of other things I'm thinking about. Like, I don't really go to bars anymore because, obviously, the situation. Mm-hmm. I literally of haven't course, yeah. been to a bar in like a year and a half because I don't. It's just it's also just cheaper to drink at home. <laughs> it is cheaper to drink at home, but then the, the social aspect—that's the part that I missed about drinking the most—was like actually being with people. But yeah, it's gonna be because I believe you can just show a photograph of your card and that's totally fine. I believe with PAX West too like you can as long as you sh- you can show a photo of your of your vaccination card so like that could totally be photoshopped. Yeah, it could be like, fake. Like there's I'm no like, term of tracing and stuff like that. I'm really hoping like whatever like hospital you're part of like Kaiser Sutter or whatever they can like on the app itself you can be like press the button and like okay, I've been vaccinated. Here's the app showing you like oh, here's proof. This is right. legitimate proof. It's coming from my hospital that I got vaccinated. Like that sort of thing. I wish they could implement that because this feels like we're going to be dealing with this for... I think we said this last time. We're going to be doing this for a long time. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if we want things to be normal, people just need to follow the rules. You know, get vaccinated. Wear a mask. Yes. Yeah. People. This. <laughs> you hear that, everybody? get vaccinated <laughs> you heard it here first y'all or if you didn't hear first if you didn't hear it first from us you heard it again all right exactly uh, <laughs> we, we promote vaccinations on this podcast and whether you like that or not we're going to keep talking about it so um yeah man that's awesome that's awesome um super happy and excited for you can't wait to hear more about that um and your experience it's quite a ways away it's about like a month a month away at this point yeah, it's uh first weekend or last first or last don't know when it's, it's in September I think. <laughs> okay, so it's it's about a month until September as of the recording first weekend of, of September. Boom. Okay, first weekend of September. Awesome. Okay. Wow, dude, that's that's gonna come up quick. Oh yeah, August is gonna go by real fast. Ugh. Yeah, I can't believe it's already August. Yep, we're already halfway. We're more than halfway. Dude, we're more than halfway there. The years just uh, they just keep going by, man. That's what I it know. Feels like. Seriously, seriously. Um, cool, man. Um, so today I wanted to ask you a bit about Disneyland, but before we go into that, because I know this is I have a lot of questions, and I know that you have a lot to talk about. But today, um, I picked up basically a new PC, and I would like to give a shout out to Central Computers in San Francisco. They're not just a San Francisco based, um, uh. Uh, computer store there I, I believe their home store is in Santa Clara which is near San Jose and um, I want to give a shout out to them because they're a local mom and pop computer store although they do have an online shop the staff are just so friendly so kind they they are very aware of the COVID situation you know they're all masked up um, they have hand sanitizer literally everywhere um, and they're they're just so genuine and I um I love their store. That was my first time going there and, and picking up everything. So I'm super excited to to start getting to work on this new computer. And at the same time, I'm just very thankful and happy that 
there are stores like that that exist because, you know, with, in my eyes, with the death of mom and pop video game stores, because those are non-existent in the city. I swear, I've looked everywhere. The only places mm-hmm. you can find used video games are either GameStop or Amoeba Music in the hate. <laughs> oh, Amoeba, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, truthfully, I went there recently. I went there, I went to eat brunch with a couple friends, um... Uh, last Saturday, and we went to Hate after we had brunch because we're like, oh, let's just you know walk around and go shopping a little bit because one of my friends is like, oh, there's this top I really liked at this th- at this thrift store, and um, for those that don't know, the Hate Ashbury Street uh, intersection and the street Hate itself are are it has a history with the hippie culture and like you know free love and so a lot of that street reflects that vibe. So um, if you go there, you know you kind of see that um the influence it's had that whole movement that it had in the 60s it's still present there today um you know a little bit more gentrified and a little bit more modern but regardless um it's still a a street with very much a lot of culture um adding onto the fact that amoeba music is there and i went there because um i really like the gamecube i actively collected video game or yeah video games for the gamecube gamecube games and um i went there to find some it was like, uh, it, was, it was Need for Speed Underground, but like the cover was ripped and it was like half mm. of the cover was gone. I was like, okay, this is $5. And then the other one was like some some Disney game and then it was um, uh, the Olsen Twins video game. <laughs> the, oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I was like, okay, I don't want any of these. Um, where, am I, where am I going with the story? Uh, hate is awesome uh, the fact that like mom and pop shops like like that exist like like central computers um you know the, it's it, it just reminds me of a time when you know the internet wasn't as prevalent as it is now and i just really appreciate stores like that because the fact that a place like central computers can sell um things like graphics cards which are really hard to find at msrp and in limited quantities like one per customer like they will know if you've bought more than one and on top of this, they offer services to build and fix computers for you. So even better, you know. That's good um, to know. I ain't checked it out. Yeah, yeah, check it out, man. Um, I'm telling my brother to go there because he's thinking about shopping for a new PC. And uh, yeah, JP, check out check it out if you have a chance. I know you mentioned to me before that you are thinking about getting a, a second laptop, but I would encourage you getting a desktop if you can, and go to Central Computers. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm looking at the website right now. And yeah, I maybe I'll get one by the end of the year. Yeah. So they have five stores, Santa Clara, San Francisco, San Mateo, Sunnyvale and East Bay. They have 3080s. Oh, they do. I I picked up a 3080 today, man. Uh, EVGA 3080. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. What's really, really cool is that you can call the store and then find out what piece you want what part you want and they'll they'll like hold it for you you can pay for it online and then they'll hold it for you you can um have your computer built and then they'll send it to whatever store you want to pick it up from um you can you can literally choose whatever parts you want online and they can build the entire thing for you like whatever you want as long as it's in stock which is amazing <laughs> um uh and i highly recommend them overall i think they're great um super friendly guys like i mentioned before Really good prices, and um, yeah, just it was easy to be able to get there. It was easy to um, 
it was easy to find what I wanted because everything is properly labeled and priced. So big shout outs to them. And then um, on the way back uh, in the in the Uber ride, I, I met a woman named Karen. Now you might be thinking, oh, no, oh, no. Is she? Is she? Is she one? So she was the nicest person I have like ever met. Like one of the nicest people ever. Like she was like hating on Trump. She was like talking about how people are not vaccinated. And she was so angry at all of her Facebook friends who were calling her a sheep for being vaccinated. She's like, my son loves video games. She's like, yeah, I watched Dexter. I was rewatching Breaking Bad. She's like, I love El Camino. I'm like, oh my God, you're so cool. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, I want to move to Hawaii. And then we were talking about Hawaii because I have such a strong like, um, such a strong presence and and like emotion towards Hawaii, especially when I was growing up. And so she and I were kind of bonding over that. And I'm like, oh my god, you're so cool. And I didn't want to say, oh, it's Karen stereotype because like that would be super fucked up. But <laughs> but I mean, like you know, I I've met a couple Karens before in my life, and they were they lived up to that stereotype. But I can confidently say this Karen was not that type. And I gave her a, a good tip because I was like, you are awesome. I, I want to support you. She's like, yeah. She's like, thank you very much. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're very welcome. Like, she was so cool. So, um, yeah, it was awesome. Good to hear. <laughs> That's good to hear. Yeah. So hashtag not all Karens are bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just met one and it was proof. <laughs> uh Okay, my little rant is over. That's all that's going on in my life. Um, other than SF is a constant air conditioning machine that is, just won't let the heat in. Every time the sun comes out, it just gets blocked by a bunch of clouds, and I'm really sad I don't get the sun. And I tell JP this every single day. I'm like, bro, do you want to trade? Because I will gladly get the heat for a day. <laughs> I Yeah, it is like 80 in my room right now. Oh, my God. Let's I know it's like 60 outside. My window is open, but I don't even feel the cold air. Let's coming trade. in and it's... please uh, yes please please <laughs> if only i like, if work... only. <laughs> I like working in berkeley <laughs> <laughs> it's much cooler <laughs> it's a lot cooler in berkeley uh, and you get the nice ocean breeze too it's nice oh yeah um all right so we we touched on how you went to disneyland recently mm -hmm. and so... universal i went oh, to universal yeah. as well Right. So, yeah, how you went to Universal first, right? That is correct. We went to Universal first. Oh man, how was that overall? I mean, it's fun. I mean, like um this was the second time I've gone there. Well, the first time I first time I went for a long first time I went was like what when I was like 7 and then I didn't go till like February like the month before the pandemic struck. So <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while since um since I've been and then going again. I mean, the, I am a Disney fan. I prefer Disneyland than Universal, but I, I like going to Universal just to uh, ride some of the rides. Like like you can't you can't go wrong with um with like uh what Jurassic World, the ride and like well the 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 one that I was super excited for was it was is. And I hope it never disappears is Waterworld because that's like my favorite attraction in Universal Studios is just watching Waterworld. I don't care what everyone else thinks. That's my favorite one. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, like we didn't even I mean, we were there for a day. We. Did we even eat there? I don't even know. If we, no, we did eat there. But it's just like I or I went to an area which I never knew existed. OK, 
Um, I didn't know that. Um, what was it? What's that movie with Steve Carell? Despicable Me. I didn't know there was a ride there. Oh, I didn't know Gru's house is there. Like you walk down a street, you walk down one of the streets, and you can see Gru's Gru's house at the very end. And you're, just, and I was just like, <laughs> what is this spot? And then if you look to the left, it's the the Secret Life of Pets ride. Okay. And they're right next to each other, so it's like it's a slice of like New York City or whatever they they did for the first movie. Like you just see that one of the houses, one of the iconic houses from the from the movie there. And I was just like, what? Where are we? What part of universe? What is this place? And apparently, there's also a water park there. That's also part of the Despicable Me. Did not know that existed. Um, okay, okay. That's a good. The, the Despicable Me ride is pretty dope. Um, um, if you, for those of you who haven't, who never. Uh, Written, written it, it pretty much is Gru's looking for minions and he found a way to make humans into minions and that's the whole ride. <laughs> that's cute. He turns you into a minion and then you get to uh, like go on this adventure. It's pretty It's pretty fun. Um, it, I believe it takes place it takes place in between the movies. In between one and two. Um, I think something like that. Yeah. It, it's fun. I... I, I that was an enjoyable ride. If you ever, if you have ever ridden, um, uh, what's a ride like that? Like Soren ah. uh, in California Adventure. It's kind of like that. You're, you're sitting down, and it's this in uh, the ride. The it just moves around. You just move with the ride and stuff like that. It's it, it's fun. I like it. They got the whole cast and everything to go back to do it. So, I it's really fun. That's cool. That's awesome. There's just something about theme parks, man. Like certain rides at theme parks are just like that was immersive, you know. Mm-hmm. D- Jurassic World, super immersive. I love that ride. Then they, in between the me going before the pandemic and that trip, they they were able to put one of the dinosaurs. What's the name of the, the dinosaur in Jurassic World? The one that everyone was like, "Don't go!" Like it's the it's the it's the no oh, the, the Indominus Rex. Yeah, the Dominus Rex was finally added. Like they put the Dominus Rex in like two parts of the ride. That they didn't have it um, when I wrote there uh, last year, but then they added it this year. Yeah, that changes some things. He's kind of oh. creepy, but they do need to fix hiding the robotic parts because there was. <laughs> I was just like I was looking at the Dominus Rex, and then like as we kept going, kept staring at it, I was like, "Oh, there's the end of the body. He has no <laughs> chest." <laughs> okay, maybe I should stop looking that way. <laughs> yeah, immersion broken. <laughs> yeah, the immersion has been broken. How dare you? I haven't been to Universal in a while. Um, the last time I went, um, it the Back to the Future ride was still around. Oh, I miss that ride. I I do too. When I was younger, the rides I I really liked the most back then were. And still, some of these still are around, which is uh, Jurassic Park, now Jurassic World, the studio tour, which they changed a lot, which is kind of cool. Um, they added more cars over time and more labels and all that fun stuff. Um, the Mummy ride, and also before that, it was E.T. And um, is that where E.T. was? E.T., yeah. E.T. used to be where the Mummy is. And um, you can actually find E.T. as an Easter egg in the Mummy ride. He's, like, in treasure. He's, like, holding a bunch of treasure, and he's just look, looking at you. Oh, I should check that out. Oh, in the treasure room, like, right before the ride starts? Something like that. I don't remember. It's been a while, but... Okay, I need to, I need to write. My, oh, my friend wrote that for the first time. 
Ooh. and I didn't tell him at all what the ride was. He just knew it was a <laughs> roller coaster. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're going to have so much fun. <laughs> just, he, like... <laughs> I just sat right next to him and I was like, didn't tell him a single thing. And I was just like, you ready? I was like, what are you talking about? And then he just launches you. And then, you know, it's like, yeah. And then, it, you know, uh, spoilers for the whole ride the ride. And it just stops. And then you go backwards. And he did not expect that to happen at all. It was it was amazing. It was like watching a kid like, like he became a kid again for for like 20 seconds or however long that ride is he <laughs> was he like screaming yeah the entire time like yeah what like what it's like he stopped and then when the ride stops like what's going on I'm like oh you'll see <laughs> <laughs> that's so, that's so funny <laughs> poor guy oh my god oh man um it's it's interesting how we wait like hours to to ride a ride that's like a minute or less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because the mummy ride is like less than is a minute, I think. I think it's like a minute long. Yeah, it's gotta be. It's it's a fast ride. It's a fast yeah, it's super fast. Um Yeah, I I still like that ride just just because I like the the movies a lot, the the Steven Summers mm-hmm. movies. The first two. The only two. Oh, not the not the not the one with Jet Li. <laughs> oh God, that was it's so bad. That movie's just so bad. Yeah, that um, mummy. Uh, that, t- you you mean terracotta so- soldier? It was so disappointing, man. It was like also somewhat racist too. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> <laughs> really, Hollywood no. racist? What? <laughs> Jelly um, didn't speak. I know they didn't make him speak at all. What? How dare they? Uh, did you guys go on the studio tour? I yeah, we did. We did do the studio tour. Um, nice, nice. It was nice to see some family. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the entire time, every time, uh, they would ask a question or like something like that we would always respond with family. This is yeah. family. <laughs> Because, you know, I think that's when Fast 9 came out. So it's just like, that's all we were talking about. Like, family. Um, <laughs> He's yeah, yeah. Diesel's like, hey, what are you doing here? Family. All family. right, let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, like, or like, we're about to encounter Kong. Like, like, like Kong is saving us because of family. Um, <laughs> and then oh, oh, favorite parts of the uh, favorite parts of studio tour is when you go uh, to the live studio set and you do the earthquake experience. And then every time you go there, I was like, this is this isn't Bart. Yeah, this is not, this is not Bart. This is what is going on. This is not what Bart. It's clean, <laughs> right? It's, it's clean and it, I'm, what station is this? Tell me now. <laughs> exactly. Is this supposed to be Embarcadero? Because it's totally not Embarcadero, <laughs> right? They're like, this is an earthquake in the San Francisco Bay Area. I'm like, when do I feel offended? When should I feel offended? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is where this is where you like. If you were here when an actual earthquake hit, you would be dead. Oh yeah, you're, you're, the whole thing will cave in on you, and you're dead. Yeah, that's yeah. Fun fact about the uh, earthquake: if you're in that tunnel when the earthquake hits, it's designed to collapse on itself. So, <laughs> also that's just how you, it is. If you go to the ride in Universal Studios, not an accurate representation of Bart. Just want to make that clear, no. everybody. It doesn't say Bart on it, and anything like that. The map isn't totally not the Bart map. It's like no, yeah. no. It's like what this train doesn't go to Vallejo. Exactly. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> this is not. Where's Richmond? I need. I need to drop off of Richmond. <laughs> yeah, El Cerrito exactly. del Norte. 
Oh, also, my favorite parts about the the tour is always the the lack of excitement coming from the tour guide every time he has to do something exciting. Oh my god! <laughs> it's always the, it's like, oh no, there's an earthquake. Oh <laughs> no! Oh, what's that? Oh no, the water! Oh, <laughs> it's like, man, I would That's that like, I would be that too if I have to do this every you know what? hour. Right? I would just be like, because you're doing that multiple times a day, like over and over again. Yeah. Um, oh, we didn't we didn't have um uh from the from the Bates Motel. He didn't come out. I guess it was just too late in the day for him to do that sequence. I love uh, that part. That actor does does nothing. He just has a knife and he just walks up to the train. Yep. He waits for everyone. Oh, he's putting a body and then, oh, he's gonna start walking towards the train. Every time if I do that, every time I see him, I always yell at him, get out of the train! I got a seat right here. <laughs> right here. Just yell at him, dead by daylight? What? Grab my hand. <laughs> yeah, that that's great. Um Did you you know not did you. Uh, the part that always scares me on the, the studio tour is the Jaws part. It still scares me. Oh. So like, <laughs> it, I, like, I know it's fake, but just not knowing that something is in the water is always... <clears throat> oh, that's that, true. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no. I under, that's understandable. I totally yeah. agree with that. <laughs> like, like, I, like, I know it's... I know when it's coming. I know it's going to be there. But like yeah, Josh is still, gonna appear right here, right? And but there's still something about it that I'm just like, oh my fucking god! Like if I was actually in that lake, I'd be like, what the fuck, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Get out of here, right? It's, it's yeah. Um, Harry Potter world. Did you ride? Did you ride the ride? No, we we were thinking of riding it. Um, and then I remembered. Um, I got motion sickness. Uh, uh, last time, all, all of us were like, "Oh yeah, we get motion sickness when we ride this ride," um, and um, so we didn't do that. We just, I just grabbed, a, I just like double fisted some butter beer, um, hey. and yeah, that's about it. When we were to, and then I brought my wand, so because my friend wanted to go around and do the, 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 the uh, wand stuff, like that's all mm-hmm. around. The Harry Potter land, um, which is hilarious because watching a 34 year old do it with a bunch of like kids, just the kids who can do it perfectly, who can do the one stuff perfectly. And then he comes in, and he's like, how do you do this? And having the guy come in to tell you how to do it. <laughs> and, stuff. and I'm just standing there just watching him. And it's like, man, to be young again. <laughs> you're staring at him like idiot and you're like drinking the butterbeer <laughs> yeah double fisting butterbeer like wishing this was the alcoholic versions oh and my god like, <laughs> I wish and then too, I'm like, and then like watching him and it's like I can't do it I'm like po- point the wand at the at the camera that's right there and I just point at the blatantly point at where he needs to uh, sh- um, move the wand and stuff I was like just point <laughs> it there just do it it's like don't break the immersion JP come on <laughs> like this merch is broken. I'm double fisting butterbeer. Yeah, like it's hot. I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> like yeah, there's exactly. snow on top of these there, buildings. There, it, it should be freezing here, and it's not. Immersion yeah. broken. <laughs> there's like the Harry Potter music's blasting, but you're like, it's so crowded <laughs> here. What the hell? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I I do love like the set design and how much like detail they put into it. But at the same time, I'm like, there's a part when you're just like, 
all right, immersion's gone. <laughs> you know? Yeah. When you're just sitting down in, was it the three cauldrons or three broomsticks? I forget. Three, the three broomsticks. And you're just mm-hmm. like, well, I'm just stuffing salad in my mouth, double fisting butterbeers, kind of seeing the castle. And I believe this kid, two, two rows in front of me, is super sick, about to throw up. Immersion broken. <laughs> <laughs> Little kids are crying, like, ah. <laughs> yeah. And then you like, turn to your tired parents. And- Tired right. parents, and then you got the cast members just like cleaning up food and stuff. I'm like, you should be. That looks warm, sir. Ugh, I know it's supposed I... to be cold, but it's, you look warm. Right. I, I kind of feel bad for them. And then you turn to your friends. And you're like, you guys want to see some dinosaurs? Like, all right, cool. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, hold on. I need to take a cool photo of, of my butterbeer. <laughs> <laughs> got to put it on the gram. I got to. I got to. All right, cool, man. So it sounds like you had a great time in Universal, and then you moved on to Disney. Which is the place where I want to be forever. <laughs> this Okay, well, a lot of people argue, you know, Universal versus Disney, but in my opinion, I, I think that Disneyland definitely has a better park as far as immersion goes, and not necessarily trying to take you into the movies, but just being in a theme park and having that, like, theme park experience on top mm-hmm. of, you know, just just being in Disney, you know, like literally like you feel like you're in Disney. No. Yep. Exactly. They, they are able to keep you locked in to the experience almost wherever you go. Like no matter where you go, there's always something there that reminds you that this is Disney. You're, you're in Disney. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, yeah. They're, they're just really good at that. Whether it's the pumping, the, the smell of cookies down main street, or like when you enter Batu and you're in another planet, you're Ugh. in another galaxy. The moment you walk into Batu, so cool. Like you, like no one, no cast member mentions Disneyland at all when you're in Batu. Like you're on that, you're on that planet. That's so cool. I can't wait to go. It's so cool. It is. It's amazing. That's that's the place where like if I could just stay in Batu forever, I would. Are you gonna stay at that Star Wars hotel when they finally open? Oh. It? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I want that lightsaber. Dude, oh I, my god. I want that <sighs> lightsaber. I just I just want to be in there because it, it looks like it's supposed to be like a spaceport or just like mm-hmm. something in Star Wars. And I just want to be there to be immersed, you know? I'm like, yo. <laughs> yeah, I believe like the whole idea is when you enter the lobby, it's a starport. So you get your 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 boarding pass and all that stuff and then when you enter the elevator area it looks like a docking bay and then when you get in the elevator it's the it's the shuttle that launches you into the space station where you're going to stay for like the whatever a couple of days i believe it's a minimum requirement to stay at least two days there right now at least the disney world one you're mm-hmm. i think you're required to stay two days um since they are already accepting reservations, which I think they're already sold out. So it's just like, good luck. <laughs> Dude, I, I I mean, I probably won't be able to stay there until like 2025, but... Oh, no, yeah. I won't <laughs> be able to stay in those things for a very long time. And I believe they're building one here in, Dis- in LA. So um, the idea is to build one in LA. That's cool. Like, yeah. like where the movie theater is in downtown Disney. Like that area would be the hotel. Oh, that's so cool. That's awesome. Um, 
What's that like exclusive club? Club thirty three. Yeah. So, my, a couple of my coworkers we were having a conversation about um, how some of them went into Club thirty three, and they were very unimpressed with the food. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I, from, yeah. From what <laughs> I heard, it's you go there just so you can be in the club. Mm-hmm. Like everything else is just like okay, it's whatever. Like you're not even allowed to like technically keep any souvenirs per se. Like I know there's some things that people snuck out. Like people have snuck out the the like the the napkins and like some of the the cutlery and everything like that. But you're not even allowed, like you're not even allowed to take photos in there. From what I remember, like that's wow. how like secretive Club Thirty Three is supposed to be. Like there's only designated areas where you can take a photo. And, and stuff so and then yeah that 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 wait list is insane there's a dress code as well there's a dress code to go in and then yeah you can clearly tell you can clearly see who's going to club 33 just on how they dressed so yeah. like in disneyland yeah. it's like there's no reason for you to be in a suit and tie oh wait you're going to club 33 it's very obvious it's like oh <laughs> i see okay okay um is that something that you want to do yes I do want to experience it. I know of a couple of people who are members, but they can't bring me in because there's like a wait list of like people who've already asked and you can only bring a certain amount of people every single time. So okay. it's just like I'm on I'm on a list. I just I don't just don't know when I'm allowed to go in. And then we also have to coordinate like, OK, if I can go now, I need to know when so that I can, you know, schedule everything for for work and stuff so i can figure out a way to get to la so i can go to club 33 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. listen if um anyone in our audience is listening and um you have access to club 33 and you need a handsome young man to join <laughs> you jero's available i will Just gladly say. come i don't care i i'm down yeah i get to go to disneyland go to club 33 hell yeah you're guaranteed to have a good time. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You probably know more things about Disneyland than me, but I will show you around, show you things. I'll, like, for example, no one really knows that there's a leprechaun in Disneyland. I didn't know that. That's kind of exactly. Cool. There is a leprechaun. There's a leprechaun house I in Disneyland. I have seen the house. I, don't, I haven't seen the leprechaun, but I've seen the house. The house, yeah, the house is by Indy. Oh. It's in the front. It's in front of, it is in the tree area like when you end when you enter uh indiana jones there's like a tall palm tree if you look at that tall palm tree there's a house in the bottom of it and that's the house of a leprechaun that walt disney asked um he asked that leprechaun permission to build it um disneyland when it was still that uh the orange um farm um and he promised that he would build a house for the leprechaun if he can build Disneyland there, the Leprechaun agreed, and that's the house. Wow. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's that's I believe it's a Disney it's a children's book now that they developed about Walt Disney asking the Leprechaun. And yeah, it's the the house does exist. That's cool, man. Fun facts. There you go. You, you can get that and more. If you take Jiro with you to Club 33. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Dude, thank you for sharing that. I'm glad you had a good time and you came back safe and you uh, you got a lot of stuff, too. Yeah. 
yeah, we got a lot of stuff specifically from Batu and the Avengers Campus. So, which is yeah, the Avengers Campus is probably another place I wouldn't wouldn't mind staying the entire time because all they do is play Marvel music. So you're just getting hyped the entire time you're there. Oh my god! Because you hear the Avengers theme song like everywhere you go. That's cool. In the Avengers Campus, so it's just it's fun, and you get to see like you get to see President Loki just roaming around. You know what's crazy? People is that you saw President Loki the day after that episode came out. Yep, he freaking appeared the day after. It, yeah, like apparently he wasn't there until yeah until the till that day. They were ready. They were ready. That's yep. insane. And black, well, they, Black Widow, Black Widow, from the movie Black Widow, was there too, and regular Black Widow. Wow. So you get to see both. That's cool, man. Yeah, I'm super happy that you you got to experience that, and you bought a bunch of stuff, and you bought a lightsaber, right? I bought two. Oh, you bought I two. I built one. I built one, and then I bought Luke's lightsaber. Uh, reforge when he after it was cut in half. Ah, I remember you you had a box, right? Was it Luke and yes. Leia's or just Luke's? It was just Luke's. Uh, they had the Luke and Leia for on Valentine's Day, which I thought was thought was kind of weird that oh. they they released Luke and Leia's lightsabers on Valentine's Day, and that sold out immediately. So, but I heard you can get Leia's separately now. Like there 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 are plans to put it back in. And I know there's also apparently plans of removing some of the legacy lightsabers. So Ooh. I don't know which ones. I hope I can go back and get them before they uh, remove them from the collection. So okay, okay. Definitely looking. What I, I probably when I go back, I'm definitely getting Ahsoka Tano's lightsabers. Ooh, that's the one I want to get. That would look awesome on a wall. Yes, it will. On my wall. <laughs> Um, so the, the Luke lightsaber that you got it, how heavy is it? It, the, the, so they purposely made sure that the hilts are practically made out of metal. Like all of them, even the ones you build, it's metal. So there's weight to it. There is this, when you, when you hold, when you hold one of the lightsabers from that, you can get there. Like you can like, okay, no, yeah. Swinging this is fun, but you got to make sure you can, you do it properly. Okay. Okay, but otherwise it's just you're gonna hilt. break something. Yeah, it's just the hilt. You have to buy the 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 lightsaber like blade part separately, mm-hmm. and that's like fifty bucks. So Jeez. I opted not to because I was building one, and they give you a, a blade when you build one. So, and the blades go with any lightsaber since they all have the colors associated with all the ky- kyber crystals. Like each, that's why that's why that's why they're expensive because each one has every color on the LED. Oh, so so Luke's has all the colors in the hilt? No, so Luke's is blue because ah. that's his lightsaber color. Like that's the he had the blue lightsaber at that time. Right, right. You right. can get you can get Luke's original one and that's green. Ah. So he there's a blue version of Luke's lightsaber and when you get the legacy ones, it's only the color um associated with that lightsaber. Wow, just like the movies. Just like the movies, when you build your own custom one, that's where you can go crazy, and that's yeah. Okay, okay, cool, man. That's awesome. Um, any other fun stories uh, that you like to share from your recent experience in Disney? Um, 
it is fun going there right now. And it's weird because it, it's the pandemic. We're still in the middle of the pandemic. They just opened up. But it's fun going now because they are limiting people. They're limiting capacity. Like, from what I've been hearing, they've been only doing 50% capacity. And it shows. We were able to ride, like, at Disneyland, we were, we were able to ride um, Matterhorn, um, Thunder Mountain, and the Haunted Mansion within the first hour. Wow. Of Disneyland opening. We were able to ride the, those three rides in the matter in in the span of an hour when usually those things will take like two hours, three hours each just to get in line and stuff like that. Um, that's probably my favorite part. The worst part is, um, is all the mobile order stuff because they need to fix the mobile order situation because <clears throat> it you it seems like a good idea but it just seems like when you do mobile orders what they're doing is they just they just make a massive amount of food and then you're just set a time slot when you just go up and then they grab your food it's not made to order oh i see i see certain places certain places like if you go to pizza planet that's how the situation was when we were there and i i didn't like that at all and the whole well a lot of people just don't understand you need to wait outside. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people who just walk in and they're like, oh, I have a mobile order. And blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you're supposed to wait outside. And when it's your turn, when it tells you on your app to go in, <laughs> you go in. That's no, why there's just... an app, people. <sighs> people just need to listen. Just yeah, listen. Or just read. Just read what it says. Just stay outside. I know it's hot. It's hot everywhere. Ma'am, sir. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's hot outside. But you have a higher chance of dying inside, literally dying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Some people just don't care. But my son is here. Like, get your son outside then. What the hell? <laughs> I don't understand. Is this so hard? People okay, real talk, JP. Some people become idiots when they go into a theme park, and I don't know why. Especially Marine World USA. That's right. I'm calling it Marine World <laughs> because that's what it is. And people go in there and they become so stupid. I'm like, yo, just because you walk into a theme park doesn't mean you gotta become stupid. Why does the monkey brain come on now? What 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 is this? What is this? I don't get because it. Because when you because because when you're walking into a music park, you're entitled to do whatever you want. And you're like, I'm a I'm, I should be able to do this when you're and the reality is no you there, there are still rules like just because you're in the park doesn't mean you're entitled to, to be like oh I can't to go and cut in front of everybody because blah 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 because I'm here like no there there are set rules also we saw people get kicked out that was fun Ooh, people got really I wonder what they did oh um from what I heard um from like forums was they went in they took photos in areas that they weren't supposed to be in oh come on security now. found them and they got it they got uh they got kicked out they, there was because we we literally saw two 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 guys walking surrounded by security and then they walked right past us and then like clearly you, one of the guys like we we're entitled to be here we bought tickets blah blah blah, blah. and then like one of the one of the security guards said, "Like, yeah, but not where you where we found you guys." And I'm like, "Oh, Ooh. it's like you guys you guys are probably going to Disney Ooh. jail right now, or they're just yeah. escorting you out. <laughs> one or the other. I hope it's <laughs> I was like, I hope it's Disney jail, but either way, you're banned. <laughs> yeah, like that guy who drank the fountain water. Yep, banned. Don't that don't, that just, guy is banned at literally every single Disney park. That's just don't do stupid things when you're Disneyland. Just don't. Yeah. They have 
total they can totally ban you. That's why they take a photo of you when you enter the park for the first time with a ticket. If you're even if you're an annual pass holder, the first time you're an AP holder, they take a photo of you so that if you do something dumb and get banned, they know what you look like. Facts. Yep. Just facts. There you go. Just don't do it. Less, yep. Lesson of the story is play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Exactly. You get kicked out of the happiest place on earth. Yep. Imagine not, JP, imagine not being able to go to Disneyland anymore for the rest of your life. I would be, there's no point. Yeah, there's no point. No point. I'd have to, re- have to resort to Disneyland and Minecraft. That's so sad. Yeah, don't do that. That's 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 the darkest timeline. <laughs> this is so true, so true. And um, yeah, guys, if you're gonna if you're planning to go through a theme park or just any crowded event, just be careful, y'all. Please, please. Mask up. I know we were allowed to not wear masks in Disneyland and California Adventure. There were times where I had to because it was just humid. Yeah. But like everywhere I went, like I made sure like if I can wear a mask, I'll wear my mask. Like it, I don't care. Yeah, I no, mean, I do I think, care. I care. That's why I wear my mask. I care. Yeah, yeah no, you, you. I'm, I'm glad that you care. But like, you know, in some, at some point, you're like, okay, I'm outside. Let me just take it off for a little bit because it's exactly. so hot. Yeah, know? like I'm walking around. I, I'm, I'm not stationary. I can, I, I can remove the mask for now. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Jeez. All right, man. Well, glad you made it out of there. Okay. Um, did you get tested after you came back, or you were just like, I think I'm okay. I think no, I didn't get tested because I, I felt like since I wasn't feel I didn't feel any of the symptoms or anything like that. Plus, I'm fully vaccinated. Yeah. So I I I I didn't. Maybe I should have. I don't know. But I mean, it's been almost a month since it happened, Mm. and if anyone got, yeah, I'm totally fine. So. Okay. Okay. I was just curious as like a lot of my friends and family, they're like, I was just in this crowded place. I'm going to get tested. I'm like, all right, cool. That's, that's great. There's there's a lot of places that provide 24 hour COVID testing now. So Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. it exists and it's awesome. I'm very thankful. All right, man, let's talk about some games and some news. Let's do it. So, as I mentioned before, you and I have been playing a lot of stuff together, so a lot of this is no stranger to either of us, and maybe to our general audience, you will you might hear the same old story, but there's uh, some new stuff to, to the same old story. Um, so the first thing I have is Dead by Daylight. There was a new update that got pushed out on Tuesday, yesterday, as of the recording of this podcast, where they changed some of the mechanics for the killers, so, for example, the trickster, the guy who is a K-pop star, they made it so that his knives, when he throws them, only take about six knife hits on the body to activate a uh, you going into the next phase. So, be it the, the wounded phase or the down phase. Uh, another addition that they added, on top of a bunch of stuff, is uh, hit validation is a little bit better now, so that when you slam a pellet down on the killer, he doesn't 
swipe you and you start and you get hurt because that annoyed me so so much mm-hmm. yeah yeah i we i saw it work a couple of times when we were playing it mm-hmm. uh but there were still some times where like it's still iffy that's just a thing like i i understand it's it's a lot of, it has to deal with latency and like figuring out what happened first and in in the timing it takes for like the hit validation to happen the like the server might recognize the the killer first and stuff like that i understand there's like this weird issue with it it's working but sometimes it doesn't but it's just like i mean it's dvd what you expect yeah like i can forgive it um and that's okay but at the same time i'm just like come on <laughs> please yeah yeah <laughs> Plus, we were, we were we were facing a lot of sweaty killers yesterday, and some yeah. really and some really bad survivors. As uh, one <laughs> raged after uh, what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, that's their fault, though. <laughs> that was one hundred percent their fault because they they yep. killed me and they killed yep. our friend. <laughs> yep, they totally. Yeah, they totally. Yeah, that's. That's your fault, and yeah, that's what you get. I loved it. <laughs> Just watching you teabag, like, yep, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you found the hatch? Cool. I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Just leave. Why? Why? Why do you do this?" And you're like, "Oh, I don't. I don't why did you do this? Why did you kill us? <laughs> why? Yeah. Why did you sandbag my other friends? Messed up, man. There's a lot of you know. I feel like out of all the games I've played in my in my lifetime, DVD is toxic, but it's not as toxic as other games. Yes, because oh boy, there are there are other games that I can I could mention that are super toxic and made me want to stop playing them. Period. Yeah, no, like uh, a quick example for me is League of Legends. No one was yep. really particularly toxic to me, but my friends that I was playing with at the time, they were getting toxic, and I was like, "All right, I don't I don't want this because then this hostility is going to go from." the other team towards me and I'm going to be like, all right. So I quit the game cold Turkey. I was like, Nope, I'm done. Nope. Yeah. That's what happened to me with league. That's what happened to me with, uh, heroes of the storm. Oh, like, just toxic people. Like people like on sh- like people who are on chat, they're like, Hey, you're not doing your job. And it's like, clearly I'm a low level. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Like look at clearly, me. I'm still one. learning how to play this game. And I was like, you, you, I'm sorry. You're teamed up with me, but I need to learn what I need to do. And the only way for me to do that is by playing. It doesn't also, help me when you're doesn't help me when you're yelling at me saying, "Hey, get out of here!" or blah blah blah. blah. Like you're not supposed to be in jungle. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm still yeah. learning. Yeah. Calm down. Also, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, screw, screw you guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good examples. Good examples. Um, speaking of mobas, Pokemon Unite came out. Um. I haven't tried it. I've been watching some friends play it. Yeah, I've been watching it, Yoshi play it. It looks it's a MOBA. That's that's <laughs> like that's all it's I can a, say it, about it. Yeah, it's it's a MOBA. Um it looks fun. I mean, um I was listening to the Giant Bomb podcast and um they were talking about it and they the the person who was playing it looks like they're sounds like they're having a lot of fun with it, especially cuz he's a Pokemon nerd. And I'm oh. a Pokemon nerd and that's the reason why like I want to play cuz I want to play Lucario cuz Lucario is my boy. Um, you nice. know, I've been watching these people play Gengar and it looks like Gengar is super OP right now and Snorlax <laughs> Gengar Snorlax and I forget another one 
they're in they're stupid OP right now yeah. and they need to get nerfed. Which makes <laughs> me want to play it that way I can feel like I'm playing really well when in reality <laughs> is I'm just playing an overpowered character. Hey man, that's not your fault. That's the game's fault, man. <laughs> <laughs> and also the mechanic play. is the mechanic is different kind of compared to LOL and stuff like that. Right. The towers right. don't hurt you. They just slow you're, you down. You have to like cap a tower by standing in it too, from what I understand. Yeah, like you would you would get this energy and then you would literally dunk it on towers and like if the, mo- the after you dunk a certain amount, the the tower will get destroyed. You can you know you can pro- you can progress on and things like that. And then from what I've been hearing too, like when you beat the creeps, they give you a special ability like power up. Mm-hmm. Like 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 you said, it takes some time for you to dunk. Um, I forgot the name of the, of the power that you you dunk the, onto the towers. It takes like a couple seconds for you to dunk it, and then you can't be attacked at that point. Like there's if if you're attacked, it resets that sort of thing. Um, but apparently, like uh, Zapdos will appear some at some point in on in the stage, Ooh. and if you if your team takes out Zapdos for a certain amount of time, the moment you get close to a tower, it automatically dunks. Wow. So and the worst part is is that you can stack those powers on your Pokemon to like 20 to 30. So you can have like 20 of whatever those things to dunk on the towers. And then you take Zapdos and then you just rush to the tower. And then all of a sudden you're up like 50 points. Wow. That's insane. (laughs) Yeah. It's from, from what I've been hearing, they're like, there's a lot of things that people like and a lot of people don't like. And end game stuff seems to be a thing where people are like on the fence on like people like it. People don't. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like this is a game that is easy to learn, but hard to master. Exactly. Just like being a Pokemon master. <laughs> Did you... Are you caught up with all the Pokemon stuff? Like, do you know all the new ones? Oh, I don't know anything after... I only know the newer ones because of Pokemon Go. Whenever oh, right, they re- right. When they, when they have that stuff come up. But I can only name, like... Well, Kanto and Johto, I think that's it. Yeah, same. That's the only ones I, I really remember. Like I can, I can do the Pokemon raps for the for the one for the original one fifty one. Nice. That's all. And you I need. I know most of Johto because that's when I still play the Game Boy games, and then after that it gets iffy. Plus, yeah, that's when they start like adding like certain Pokemon. Like the, the only reason why I know names of certain Pokemon because I learn about their backstory and it terrifies me. Some of it's kind of dark. Yeah, like your mask. Like that Pokemon? What's that? Yamask is a ghost type. Um, it it's called Yamask because it's literally carrying a mask. And um, if you read the Pokedex of it, the mask looks like a human because the Pokemon used to be a human. That's the face of 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 who they were when they were alive. What the fuck? So Pokemon are people. Some Pokemon are people. Okay. Yeah. And then there's little, there's like, there's like literal garbage Pokemon. Like there's a bar- rubbish, is, I believe yep. is the name, and that's is trash. There's an ice cream Pokemon now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's just, yeah, your mask. Look it up. Ugh. Ter- Maybe I, yeah. Ugh. Okay, I, I'll have to look that up later. Maybe when I'm, maybe not at night. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like you, I, I played, I played blue, I played silver, I played, um, 
what's the other one? What was the Sapphire? And then after that, I, I just fell off. I didn't play any ones I, after that. I played blue, silver, yellow. Oh, yellow. Then, yeah, I have yellow too. Yeah, that was a yeah, good one. That's it. The heck, after man, that, played, I stopped playing. We played the exact same games. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Then I played the wow. I played the card game for a bit, and then I stopped. Do you still have them? Thing. Yes, I actually still have all my Pokemon cards. They're Dude, not worth in, a lot. Of they're money. not. They're not in good. Con- I I know. I wish they were in good condition, but they were like <laughs> oh. in the garage. They were in sleeves, but then it, it they were in my they were in my garage like all these years, so they are like curved and stuff like that. So it's just like, well, I had some first editions, but these aren't worth anything anymore. Yeah, like. Imagine back in the 90s if you were just some kid who had a binder, right? And then all the cards fell out. You're like, oh, no, I'll just pick these back up. If you mm-hmm. did that now with those same cards, they'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, my God. Exactly. <laughs> I know, right? Like I, like, I clearly, like, I know I have a first, I have a first edition shiny Gyarados. And I know nice. that's worth, and I know that's worth a lot of money, but it's, it's bent. It's, like, super bent. It's, there's wear and tear. Definitely wear and tear in that thing. So I was like, well. Just gotta keep these just for funsies. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's still worth something, but not as much as like it's supposed yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. I have a first edition Jungle Pikachu, and I look at it and I'm like, "Is this really worth something?" Like it, it like I I want to get it graded, but I'm like, that just is too much work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you go to a con, just 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 let just just drop it off. See what they see what they say. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. That's awesome. You could do that. Yeah, certain cons, like I know if you go to Sac Anime, they have there's the 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 people are there who the people who verify like the rarity of of items, like they're there, so you can like drop it off and like and then they'll they'll send they'll ship it back to you and give you the official like rating and stuff like that. I know that exists. Hmm. Okay. Maybe I'll I'll do that one day if I if I go to a, a local convention or if I make my way up to Sac Anime. Yeah. That's cool, man. Like, I feel like you and I should go to a con together one day. We need to. Yeah, it'll be we fun. We need to. If only, I wouldn't if mind. Only, if only like CRX was not virtual. Uh, dude, next year we, we we can go together. Let's do it. I'm down. Totally down. Yeah. Um, I might go all days just because some of my friends like to go for all of all three days. So I might stay over if you're if you want to grab a hotel too. We could we could stay over and just okay. hang out. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, explore San Jose, you know, maybe maybe get a little drinky winky. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um All right. So Pokemon Unite comes out or came out. Um I might download it. We'll see. I'm kind of interested. It looks fun. Um Apex Legends is coming out with season 10. The new legend called Seer. Uh, he's a dude that can like reveal the location of opponents in a certain area, unlike Bloodhound. Um, yeah, I think we need an exact breakdown of what his power does, or maybe you can break it down, Jiro, JP. Oh yeah, called you yeah. Jiro. <laughs> what? No. Yeah. Um. He he has so his three abilities are his passive is called Heartseeker. Pretty much when you um, when you aim down sights, you can see or can visualize and hear enemy heartbeats. So it only happens when he's aiming down sights, which is kind of cool. Because I'm wondering if also that means when you're sniping. 
Hmm. If you can see, if you can sense heartbeats from that far away, they never, I don't think they ever said what the range is for, for his passive, but that would be dope. If as a sniper, like if you, if a, if a, if seer can see heartbeats via sniping, that would be a game changer. Ooh, yeah, that'd be um, cool. And then um, his tactic, his, his tactical is focus of attention where he sends out micro drones in a straight line, like in any area that you sh- you point at, and then um, pretty much that's like it'll be like Bloodhound. You, like you can scan enemies for like eight for I think it says eight seconds. Oh, and you can reveal their health bar, which is insane. Yeah, that's cool. So you can like that's even that's crazier because then now now your team can focus on like oh yeah this person's almost dead let's take them out first and things like that like so it's. It's kind of crazy. Also, that can interrupt um, abilities. Wow. So, like, when you're healing, you can send it out, and it will stop them healing, and then you got to reset. You got to you gotta activate the button again to, to heal. Damn. Or, like, reviving can be, can be interrupted and things like that. Well, oh, my God. Guaranteed. Everyone's going to have one seer on their team. Everyone's going to have a seer. Else. Everyone's going to have yep. a seer. And then Bloodhound's going to be... They need to do something with Bloodhound because otherwise everyone's going to be a seer. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then his, poor Blood. The ultimate, the ultimate's dope because then he shoots out his... Uh, it's called Exhibit where he it creates that dome. And then if the enemy is in that dome and they're running, you will see their footprints. What? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. If you're moving quickly or you're shooting... Uh, the micro drones will 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 alert you on where they are, um, but like the counter to that is also crouch walking, and if you can destroy the the chamber, like Zier's abilities all come from like this heart chamber that he has. Okay. Um, if you can destroy the heart chamber, that's the, that will be like in the center of everything. It will destroy the the ultimate. Like the ultimate will just shut down. What the heck? That's insane. So, which I'm guessing too. If you're a Watson man and you have your ultimate up. His ability won't work because then the the Watson's ultimate will just will just uh, shut it down. Wow, that's pretty so, ridiculous. Yeah, we'll find out uh, August third next week. For, oh yeah, what's well, coming around the corner Tuesday, soon? Tuesday, we'll find out on Tuesday. Ooh, I'll be playing yeah. it. We'll be playing it. Yep, we're gonna have at least one CR on our team. Yes. <laughs> We can only have will, one Seer on our team. I will definitely will be buying will be buying Seer. Yes, yes. Damn, should we wait to open our packs? What if, what if we, what if we get Seer stuff in our Apex packs? Oh man! Well, how about this? We only open up half. Ooh, that's a good. Yeah, let's do that. I like that idea. I like that idea. We'll open up half because I want to get some Seer stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that idea. Yeah, I just thought about that. I was like, wait, JP and I are playing the stream on Friday, Apex specifically, and we have like 100 packs each. If we opened all of them, then we don't get any Seer stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, man. Um, all right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So looking forward to that. Um, aside from stuff we've been playing together, I've just been playing Watch Dogs 2. I feel like I'm getting closer to the end of the game. I'm at the point now where I just want to finish it. 
Um, you know, the city is nice in a digital form, but I'm kind of getting bored of it. It's just kind of meh. I don't know. For me, a lot of Ubisoft open world games, some of them, not all of them, just feel a little lifeless. And after a while, you kind of just get bored. So I'm at the point where I'm getting bored of just driving around the city and I just feel like I want to do something else and I want to play another game. So that's that's where I'm at. Yeah. No, that's uh, yeah. The, the, the Legion games or the Watchdog games. Uh, yeah, the worlds tend to be boring. I mean, Legion, at least the, 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 the fact that you can recruit anybody in the game to be part of your crew made it less boring to just roam around. Because then I, I when I was playing it just to see what everyone can do, that was mm-hmm. that's what made it fun. Like, I made sure to find, like, if I found, an, like, a grandma who can, like, do stuff, I would totally recruit them and stuff like that. Only to find out, like, one of her weaknesses is she could just die at any point in time. That is a thing <laughs> for some of them. That is in a, that's one of the weaknesses some of them had. It was just like, oh, yeah, they can die randomly. And I recruited somebody, and, like, five minutes later, they just died. And I was like, well that was fun wow. like i was literally just walking around as that character and then it, she she just passes out and falls down to the floor and like oh nope she's dead she just died heart attack wow. apparently. like yeah it can happen that's like you're in the middle of a mission and then she just dies it's like yeah and and it's like okay cool let me find another person who i can let me get someone else on my team run in and then i can use them for now yeah like i, th- I think that mechanic's cool um uh, it does have its downsides so like you can't do certain things because you need a character to do it to do it. So the first person I recruited, there I had a selection of people. The first person I recruited was this woman who owned a sports car because I just needed to get around to places really fast. And I was like, okay, this is a good first choice. And then it turned into me recruiting all the Asian people in London to be in my gang. <laughs> I was like, are you Asian? All right, come on through. Right. <laughs> like I literally went to Chinatown in London and I like recruited all these Asian people. <laughs> Who are you? Like, I, okay, we'll get you. We'll get you. I mean, yeah. the the DLC looks dope. Aiden from the first game is now in it. That's awesome. Aiden and um, the the guy from Watch Dogs 2, the one with the, the mask. Oh, Josh. Jo- yeah, he's oh, in wrench. it. Wrench? Wrench. Wrench, yeah. Yeah, he's Wrench. In, he's in the game now. Like, they're going to... They both are now in London. Because, like, Aiden's trying to c- continue with his thingy. And then I believe Wrench is just trying to help out um, the people there. Like, DeadSec there. That's awesome, dude. That's so cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to give Legion a second chance. Yeah, not to mention there's a... There was a zombie mode that came out. I forget. There was like a weird, like Legion mode, like like there were zombies and stuff. Okay, interesting, interesting choice. Yeah, which I should beat that game. I stopped playing it because I would stream it, and then I was worried about uh, TOS. <laughs> oh, the music. <laughs> that's, when, that's when that's when the whole TOS situation happened, and I was like, I don't want to stream this anymore because at any point in time, there's music going to be played, and I can get like I can get. Uh, tagged or banned or something i don't know something might have happened so i stopped playing it you know i think maybe this features in that game but in watchdogs 2 you can have it so that the music doesn't turn on when you automatically get into a car so maybe that could help but you would have to provide your own music because it's going to get very boring Mm. yeah i should do that i should do that yeah if you if you play it i'll i'll be watching i'll be watching for sure good to know yeah i just need to redownload it (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah i'm did you get on playstation or pc no i got on pc 
Oh, no, dude, hell yeah. Even more reason to stream it. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool, man. So what are you playing single player wise? Um, I'm, I, I just started playing Hades again. Oh, oh, you, cause you beat it. I remember you beating it and then you're replaying it. I've, I've beaten it. And the reason why I have, because it's officially 1.0. Oh, wow. Well, wow. That's awesome. So I was like, okay, I should go back. Cause then like they, they did 1.0. So I should go back and play it again and relearning it. I'm, I'm relearning it again. It's, it's get hard getting used to again and stuff like that. But I love these type of games. So. It, um, I can't wait to go back into that more and like unlock everything, getting all the weapons and stuff like that. And then I'm also playing Phantom Abyss, Ooh, which is very cool. Which, yeah, which is the um, pretty much Legends of the Hidden Temple and a roguelike have a baby. That's Phantom Abyss. I remember watching you play that and it looks really fun. I was like, this looks cool. Yeah, it it's it's. If you just like those type of games, you just you, you you run around trying to find relics so you can escape this temple. Um, and then like there are these guardians that come chasing you eventually. And then like it's it's roguelike. So if you die, you, it resets and everything like that. And then every time you go into a new level, um, there are these phantoms that are in the game. And those are people who've tried that level and have failed. So you can follow them and then see where they mess up and then you can learn from their mistakes and then go to the right path and things like that. Um, and if you fail, you become a phantom. So whenever someone plays that level, they see your, they see your run. So it's, mm. it's, it's been fun. I really like that game. A lot of, a lot of cussing on my end. Um, <laughs> Cause of all, like all the obstacles and stuff like that, being chased by these guardians is terrifying at certain points. There's a guardian that just like, like, you turn around like um i forgot the name of it but all it does it just it's like the hand from legend of zelda oh 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 yeah so just imagine that but it's a guardian face and it just like goes through walls and everything and it just gets closer and closer and then you can turn around and it will highlight where it is and you can see it getting closer and closer at you i don't and like that you, you could hear it like as it gets closer there's music that associates with it and you can hear it getting louder and louder and stuff like that, and you're just running. You don't want to turn because you can, you can you can see it, and that can mess you up in your run and things like that. Oh man! Oh my god, that sounds terrifying. <laughs> I, it it is terrifying. No, but yeah, Phantom Abyss, highly recommend it. Really like that game. Okay, okay. It's only on Steam for now, right? Only on Steam. It is um, early access. Okay, okay. Um, would you play Returnal again? Yes, I want to platinum it. Hey. Yeah, so luckily before my TV broke, I was able to beat Returnal. Yep. And from what I've been hearing, I te- like if if I'm going with percentage, apparently I'm only like 70% done with the game. Wow, that's there, still pretty high though. There is apparently something in every level that I need to collect. So I need to go back and replay every single level, find an item that will help me like it, it's supposed to break the loop permanently. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's, 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 that's supposed to be like true end game is after quote unquote, you beat the game. So I need to do that still. That, game's, that game is hella fun. So I get another yeah. game I would recommend if you had a PS five. Yeah. You, you talk so much about it. I, I've literally watched like almost every single stream you've done about it. And 
Uh, it looks so cool. I love the story. I think the lore is really interesting. The gameplay is like fast, fluid, and and very precise, which is awesome. Uh, and yeah, I, I just want to know more about this world because it's just so different and fascinating. Mm-hmm. There's ready talks of being a sequel. Ooh, very cool. So yeah, like they're ready. There's there's rumors of them working on a sequel as we speak. So that's awesome. Well, here's to hoping that um, it comes out at a, you know in the next maybe couple of years before pe- people forget about it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yep. Uh, but cool, man. Uh, anything else you're playing? Um, other than that, nothing really. A lot of my single player games, I'm like waiting for October because I have a bunch of horror games that I've bought. So yeah, yeah, got a bunch. Of, I got a bunch of those, and then I, I already told you this, uh, but I did get Bigfoot. Yes, we need to play that together, so we can hunt Bigfoot down. You and yeah, yeah. you and your brother. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, we we'll make a good team. And um, uh, DJB he also has it. Oh, he has it. Oh well, there we go. Yeah, All we have a full team. We could, yeah, we, we could take down Bigfoot. Well. You know, you, it's it's good that you bought it because the team is working very, very hard to update the game. So we need to play it before they update it so we can take advantage of the glitches. Oh, and, okay. Uh, yeah, and just feel successful, you know? Like <laughs> like you mentioned before, we're not playing OP characters. The game gave it to us. Exactly. Okay, good to know. <laughs> All right, we got to do that. Yeah, although, although the update does look cool. New character models, like a graphics overhaul, like actually like licensed weapons there's like a remington uh rifle there's like revolvers and shotguns um bigfoot looks more like uh like a giant ape than compared to just like a a creature with like (laughs) fuzzy textures on it um (laughs) yeah like this first iteration of the game well technically this is like the third iteration of the game it's it's still very rough but from what the developers have been talking about, I'm actually part of their um, Discord server because I, I love seeing them update the game and, and add more things. Um, it's coming along really well. Like, they're, uh, they they released a, um, a reveal trailer for the 4.0 version of the game that's coming out hopefully sometime soon. They didn't state a release date, but... Um, it the trailer was released in um june july july of this of this year and um you know i i thought this would be one of those games that is just in it for the money you know like a, you see a lot of early access games come to steam and then they just fizzle out and die but i'm really happy to know that this is a game that i bought for very cheap and is still supported even though it doesn't have frequent updates the developers are very active with the community on Discord and constantly providing screenshots and asking for feedback. And so even if they don't show it by releasing updates to the game, at least they're doing work behind the scenes. Because I think it's like a four-man team out of the Ukraine that is working on this game. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to send you the trailer, um, JP, and... You can watch it whenever you can, after this podcast maybe, and you can let me know what you think because it's it's an entirely different game than uh, the one that that you saw me play that one time. 
But I can't wait to play it with you. I think that's something we should definitely stream, without question. Um, and it'll have a good time. Okay. Yeah, down. Um, all right. So let's move on to a couple of news topics. We don't have any user-submitted questions today, um, but, uh, you know, we can talk about these news topics before we end. So the first thing is that the PlayStation 5 has sold 10 million consoles, according to Sony. That's a lie. I, you know, I have to agree with you there because I like a lot of people say they can't get their hands on it. Yeah, I, that's that's what I've always been hearing. Like, no, everyone's just like every time I see a release online because I, I follow like uh, follow a couple of people who always post like, oh, like Best Buy has its stock, Bubble has stock. And it was like, there's nothing left. It's just like, I guess it's coming out, but then it's just like, you don't hear that many people that are like, oh, I have a PS5. Like, a lot of people I know don't have PS5s. And we're yeah. all like, like, we're, like, we're all like PlayStation users. Like, I, I just so, I got lucky and got one by happenstance, but then it's just like, mm-hmm. the other people who I know, like, they don't have one and stuff. So, but I do know one person who just got one. Hey, that's awesome. It's a, uh, it's 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 funny. It's not even a person I know. It's a celebrity, uh, Gabriel Luna. He just got one. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, PlayStation <laughs> and Neil Druckmann gave him one so he he can do research for The Last of Us. Dude, how cool is that to be given the PlayStation to be like, hey, you're gonna be in this TV show about this video game. You have to play this game to research your yeah. role. I'd be like, yeah. uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he posted a photo with the PS5 like two days ago, and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna. He's gonna replay one and two, so he's played them already. So it's just oh. like he's, he's gonna play them so that he he's gonna play them again for research." <laughs> oh my bad. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, he's probably already a huge fan. He's like, "I guess I gotta replay it on my new PS5." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> research okay yeah so oh, he's just man. currently playing it while filming the last of us oh, that's that is so cool and at the same time i'm like dude how do you have time <laughs> i know right <laughs> like well, you, you those shoots are crazy you're you're tommy so you're gonna be in that show a lot yeah and do you know if the um the show covers both games or just one I believe from what they were saying, the show will only cover one for now. Oh, that's so cool. So we don't know what's gonna happen. Like, yeah, so if two happens, if they if they go to they go into the second game, that's gonna be very interesting. Hmm. I wanna know how they gotta deal with it, because then a lot of people are gonna rage because the controversy of the second the second uh game, which is just I believe we talked about this. It's dumb. I, I know. The Last of Us Two is a masterpiece. I don't care what you say. Yeah, no, I am a hundred. I'm I'm in a hundred percent agreements with you, JP. Um, whether this is a hot take or not, like I'm gonna re- I'm gonna restate this just because I feel like it. Because fuck it. Um, if it was a game that you felt hooked on, if you wanted to go back to, if you wanted to find out what happened, if you you know if if you liked the gameplay, if you just liked the story, then why are you hating on it? Like I I don't know. It's just. People, people just discredit it so fast for trying to pander and do all these things. But I'm like, did you feel like you wanted to play the next part immediately? They're like, yeah. I'm like, then what the hell? You liked it. Yep, exactly. 
you wanted to know. You wanted to know what happened. Yeah. And, you know, on the flip side of that, the game did make me feel really sad. And then I played Ghost of Tsushima, and I felt really happy after. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's a good game to, like, play right afterwards. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, you in The Last of Us, you're kind of not making any progress because you're just progressing through the eyes of a character in a story. But in in Ghost of Tsushima, you are tackling things. You're like you're basically a superhero. You're helping everybody. You know, you reveal portions of the map. You take down these big bad bosses, and you mm-hmm. just feel like you're contributing. Whereas in The Last of Us Part Two, it's just sad. Um, you know, that doesn't make it a bad game at all. It's just depressing. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to make a game. They they totally did it the way they wanted to. It, it, and if you felt sad the entire time and good, cause that's, the, that's what they were trying to get you to do. Yeah. I try to make it. you feel sad. They try to make you feel like sorry for a character. Um, like you, you see their side of the story. It makes you understand if, if you didn't like it, if you didn't like that side of the story, well, guess what? Everyone out there's, there's hopefully you don't get another side of the story where it's even worse and things like that. Like you learn about another character. Like let's go in, let's go into the eyes of, of what happened with Tommy. Mm. Yeah. Man, thing like got, that. Oh man, he got messed up. And I, I just love that he got messed up because yeah. it's it, oh my god, there's just so much depth. And I love that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh my god. Like everybody's broken in that game. And yeah. it just and makes for an amazing story. Everyone in that everyone in that video game is a bad guy. It just it just depends on what light or what angle you see that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can say it like that. Ellie was a bad guy. Ellie was Ellie was a monster. Yep. Yep. Clearly, there were certain levels in that game where like Ellie's totally bad. Or like when you have to fight Ellie, like that's a bad like you're terrified. I was scared of Ellie when I was when you had to fight her and things like that in the game. So jeez. I died a lot from Ellie. (laughs) Oh my yeah. When you yeah, when you had to the boss level where you recreate the fight with David. Oh my god. That was terrifying. Like great. Now I know how now I know how everyone else feels like when you're when when you're as Ellie killing people. Yeah, yeah. It's like, damn, this is kind of OP. Mm-hmm. Um Well, I'm excited for the show, regardless. And um, I know it's gonna do well. It's gonna they they I think they already said they're already they're it's a million per ep. Wow. That's how much they're spending on per ep, and they're doing ten? I think they're doing ten for this season. Wow. That's that's, it's enough. It's it's a mini series, so it's enough yep. to get the the whole thing in there. Like I just want to see how they're gonna do the zombies. Like I want to see it. What the clicker makeup's gonna look like? I know, right? Because that's gonna be insane. Because uh, I was watching a YouTube video where they had a makeup artist like watch like or look at models from The Last of Us, and she would explain how she would make it. And there was a point where, like, okay, this is not even like we can't do practical anymore. Like, this is this has to be pure CG, or like the upper half of this person is CG, and then I could do like the the arms and stuff. Like, that's practical, but like the face and stuff is totally CG and things like that. It was a fascinating um, look on like how to make it, and I was like, this is perfect timing because they're doing this right now. They're filming. They're filming The Last of Us. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. That's so cool. I'm excited. Um, 
I'm excited for Pedro Pascal as Joel. Mm-hmm. I'm liking it. Perfectly Joel, casted. You got freaking the Mandalorian and Ghost Rider and no. Lady Mormont. And and uh the guy from Kingsman. <laughs> the guy from Kingsman, yep. And then <laughs> and then actual people from the game. Yeah. Roles Wait, stuff, who's so. reprising who's reprising the roles from the game? Uh, um what's her name? Uh you 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 kill her in the first game. Uh at the very end of the movie. <laughs> at the very end of the at the very end of the game, you, you shoot her. Oh that oh she is? Oh that's she's so back cool. as her. Wow, that okay. Well you can't really uh <laughs> They got her back. Um they recasted Bill and also his boyfriend. I think his boyfriend's alive. So we actually get to see that relationship. Oh, cool. Um they they recasted them. Um the guy who plays Tommy is in the is in it, but he's not Tommy, but he's in the show. He has a role. Ooh, cool. Um, which makes me wonder if we're gonna see cameos from from Troy Baker and um, Ashley as well. That'd be kind of cool if we see them in the world. Yeah, um, that'd be nice. But yeah, there's. I believe they they also there's someone. I think Tess might be back. I'm not sure. I know they they got. I think two of the actors from the video game are in the series. It just makes sense. That's cool. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm, I'm excited for to, I'm excited to see the production value that they put into the show. Oh, they're yeah, they're putting if they're putting like a million in each episode, it's gonna be Game of Thrones production. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a hit for sure. At least I want it to, you know. Yeah, I know I wanted to. There's a lot of people. I mean, the casting like we would like we would say casting is amazing. So perfect. Yeah. And to, and to all the haters, like, oh, you can't have Pedro Pascal as Joel. Shut up. You're just racist. You're just. You can... Just just let him listen. Apparently, you didn't like Mandalorian because he was really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's telling me. No, no we didn't see his face. Oh, shut up. Well, I feel sorry for you for season two. Yeah. Well, well. <laughs> um, You know. Going back to it, it begs the question, what is harder to find, a PS5 or a graphics card? I wonder. I wonder that, too, because so, I know everyone's looking for that 3080. Yeah. If you have an answer to that, you can send us a question. And we'll tell you about how to send us questions or comments later. But to round out our news segment, the final thing I would like to talk about is something that Alisa and I touched on on one of our last podcasts about the sexual harassment allegations that are going on within Activision Blizzard. The CEO, Bobby Kotick, has finally spoken out, and he said something. He uh, released a large letter, and um, some of the highlights, uh, it, it, it's very corporate. I'm not going to read the entire thing because it's 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 very long and, and dry, and it's it's really, really corporate, but... One thing, one of the things I'd like to point out is um, uh, he mentions how their initial responses to the issues they they're facing together and to your concerns. Um, he's like, we're quite frankly tone deaf. So he apparently, in writing, says he had no idea, even though it was all going on around him. 
Um, he wants to promote a respectful and inclusive workplace and wants to continue to investigate each and every claim and will not hesitate to take decisive action. And he'll fire anyone that is found to have impeded the integrity of their processes for evaluating claims. And that it will he'll ensure hiring managers are considered diverse slates of candidates for open jobs. I don't know. This is just corporate jargon that sounds like we're, we, we messed up and we promised to do better. Yeah, it's, it's uh, we we we've been hearing things about Blizzard for years now. Like we've heard about these things, and like it has gotten out. Like like this, the whole sexual harassment stuff that's been going on in this company. Yeah, for years now. That but no one has done anything about it. It's annoying as hell. Um, like the what was it the the Kotaku article about the Cosby suite. Oh my god. That's disgusting. Yeah. If all that is true, that is disgusting. I don't know how the hell like I I I imagine if I worked for Blizzard and I was in that environment, I probably would have left. Like immediately report to HR, which apparently HR doesn't do anything in in that in in that company and I would just left. I would have just leave. Like that's I do not want to be in that work environment. Yeah. It's terrible. And it's just, uh... It's it seems to be a common theme within the games industry. You have people um, within um, Ubisoft that have had that mm-hmm. have you know cried wolf, and they've had this issue recently. And Riot Games was in the same boat um, a mm-hmm. couple of years ago. So it's like this is such a common thing within the video games industry. It's it's really it, it bothers me because you know we're still buying games from these companies, and these companies aren't addressing these issues. Yeah, it's it's just saddening and then like i mean like today was the today uh, as this recording was the was the the um the they had a bunch of the employees they 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 were protesting in front of the in front of the building they had that um walkout today mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it was cool seeing on twitter the response from like everyone in the video games like in like the video games like world like responding supporting um i believe like companies too were like showing support and things like that a lot of the voice actors for all the blizzard games were showing support things like that so it's just like it's cool seeing um it's cool seeing the support from all around and like and before like when when the announcement came out about california um, filing lawsuit against it and seeing the reaction of like people be like I can't believe this is happening blah 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 and then like seeing the women who are in the video game industry are like they're just like oh you guys just found out and that like seeing that reaction from like people that I follow like seeing that like oh like you guys just figured it out just broke my heart like it I just felt devastated like I don't know like I can't like imagine like they've been dealing with this for years and they they have to stay. They have to stay silent. Yeah, yeah. They they couldn't say anything, and I'm, it's just it sucks, you know. Man, it 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 kind of makes me worried about Elisa because she did work at PlayStation, but like, it sounded like her environment was a lot better. Like, it really depends on the company, or maybe there's a lot of companies that just don't say anything. But yeah, they you know. they they said like it. Like in when it came to Blizzard, it depended on which game you were working on. Like from what I've been hearing, like the Overwatch team and they're like a lot of them are like a lot of them are not in that situation like it seems like what's going on is a lot to deal with with 
the Warcraft teams. That makes like, sense. Like, yeah, like it's like the WoW group. There's some people might be associated with Overwatch, but for what I've been hearing, like the Overwatch team was kind of like not part of this situation, even though like one of the big people is Jesse McCree, the the the, the namesake of one of one of the Overwatch characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just and this whole yeah the Cosby Suite thing is just like what their excuses on why it's called the Cosby Suite doesn't make sense to me mm, and things like it just that makes it sound worse like you're just digging yeah it just makes it worse and then that 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 text thread that they released is like oh my this is a bunch of frat boys and it just pisses me off yeah it doesn't make any sense like <laughs> why did you guys do this yeah it's, it's, yeah i it's it's disgusting you know man and hopefully they just need to do better everyone just needs to do better did you hear the story about randy pitchford the gearbox ceo yes he left a stick of porn at medieval times <laughs> yeah the usb thing the whole usb <laughs> scandal i remember a, a giant bomb like did a whole thing about it and just i just listened from them like this is just weird this whole <laughs> this 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 is i don't understand this rabbit hole that, that i've you guys are talking about this is just i don't yeah, Randy is. Yeah, he's just. Mm, he's a mm. weird guy. He, he like a weird guy. There's that like E3 segment where he just did like magic card tricks for 30 minutes. That was yes. really strange. Dude, yeah, he with the <laughs> with the Borderlands cards. I was like, what yeah. does this have to do with it? just? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's just sure. I'm, I remember when Elisa and I talked about him leaving the USB stick of porn at medieval times. We're like. I was laughing. I was like, medieval times of all the restaurants you leave in. It's just like, <laughs> I was like, I get, like this happened after E3, right? So it was just like, they were dumb at E3 and they went to medieval times. I was like, okay, you guys go to medieval times? Sure. I mean, medieval times is cool. Don't get me wrong. It's just, that's just, yeah. yeah, that's just, why would you, why would you have a USB out and about why? in a bathroom why? Why? and just, just leave it? <laughs> Why do you have a USB stick with you? That doesn't make any sense. What do you, where do you plug it into? Do you carry like a laptop on you? Yeah, like, I don't understand. Like, shouldn't that be like in a backpack or something? Like you, like you should leave it in your pocket. I don't know that. Yeah, that's just like what the what the fuck. I have this image in my mind of a guy dressed in a full night outfit who's like, "What's this?" Randy Pitchford. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "This is pornography." Still, still in character. Yeah, he's still the character. Randy, I found your porn. <laughs> it's like a full night outfit. <laughs> I just imagine that. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, I don't know. Like, the whole situation is just so perfect. Like, Randy Pitchford, a weird guy, at Medieval Times. All right, that's, you know, it's not uncommon. A lot of people go there. It's pretty cool. Leaves a stick of porn at Medieval Times. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. Oh, oh man. Um, well, okay, let's, let's hope things get better for the folks at Activision Blizzard. I think they did the right thing to, to walk out today and to, Mm -hmm. to make their, their presence heard because yeah, like I mentioned, um, Ubisoft and Riot went through this thing and you know, we're going to make the company better. We promise like, okay, we'll actually do it. Like, and, and if you see it, 
you know, speak. That's that's like the only thing I can tell people who are going through this, even if it's not in the video game industry, regardless, if you're being sexually harassed within your company, like don't be afraid to to speak out. And I feel like that's something that a lot of folks are not comfortable with doing because they're afraid of their position. If it's some, especially if it's someone in power who is sexually harassing you, they don't want to speak out because they could risk their job. And that's not right. You know, that you should not feel that way. And even if they are in power, you have the ability to, to take them out of that power. So yeah, yeah, just speak up. That's, Mm -hmm. that's all I got to say. All right. I hate to end it there on that kind of note, but um, JP, let us know where we can find you. You can find me on on the Twitter, the Twitch, the Instagrams under Jiro underscore Moriarty. Um, I am doing a push for 300 followers on Twitch. I'm like, I'm at like uh, 250 something. So like I'm trying to like I'm trying to push for 300. Um, do, I'll be doing a giveaway at 300 followers. So be on the lookout for that when it happens. Yeah. If yeah, it happens, yeah. or no, when it happens, when it happens, when it happens, um, exactly, exactly. When it happens and stuff like that. Um, I will be. I am doing extra life again, sometime in the fall. Still figuring that one out. Maybe in November. Be on the lookout. Yeah, we- yeah, we should we should plan that together, man. I think we could we could definitely do. Oh hell yeah, fun. hell yeah, yeah. Like I I have a strong affinity towards Extra Life because that's basically the event that caused me to start streaming more. Even though I hated it when I first when I first did it, um, I, I, the fact that I did it kind of put it on my radar, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll yeah, talk about we that need, later. We'll figure <laughs> that out, and now we need to figure out uh, our stream anniversaries because it's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up in October. Um, we're, I have actually have two things I want to give away. They're pop Ooh. figures. So I will, yeah, I'm going to give those away. So if you guys are collecting pops, if you like anime pops, I will be, those are the two that I'm going to be giving away. Um, what they are, you'll have to find out. Nice. Um, I would also like to mention that, um, JP and I are going to be doing a, a couple of events this week on friday specifically he and i are going to be playing apex legends together on twitch um we are going to be unboxing half of our boxes as we kind of just stated because we want to save the other half for when the new legend drops Mm -hmm. and later that night um oh actually backtracking a little bit the apex legend stream starts at 7 p.m pst if you guys want to check that out and um we're going to be doing um another collab stream together after that like maybe like an hour or two after that at midnight, um, it's a a conversation that I put together called Midnight with Maru, and we're going to be talking about Filipino Americans and the Asian American identity, as well as um, Asian Americans in Hollywood. We're going to touch on that for a little bit. Um, so those are a couple things that are going to be happening. And was there anything else you wanted to mention? Anything else you wanted to plug? Um... No, not, not that I can think of. That's about it. Just the social medias and follow follow uh Jeremy or Mar, 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 Mar yeah, follow him. Um, yeah. 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 Cool, cool. Um so to close it out, if you guys would like to send us a comment or question, please visit our website www.downtime.live. Click on the contact form and you can send us a comment or question that way. Um, you can also 
um, send us an email the old-fashioned way with your comment or question by going to or by going to your email and um, contacting us at contact at downtime.live. Again, that's contact at downtime.live. And we will read your comment or question on the podcast. Um, you can leave us a review um, on Apple Podcasts and we'll read that on the podcast. You can comment wherever this podcast is hosted um, and we'll read that on on here as well. So YouTube, Podbean, um, you leave com- you can leave comments there. You can send us a tweet at Downtime Live. We'll read it on the podcast. Um, uh, you can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Music. If you would like to reach out to us directly and hang out in our Discord community, you can find the link to that in the description of wherever this podcast is hosted that will allow you to view the link. Click the link or just copy and paste the link. So some notable examples are Podbean and YouTube. If you'd like to follow us on either of those platforms and click the link to join our um, Discord community where we talk about everything. So come through for that. And that's about it. JP, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast today. Really appreciate you being here, man. Of course. Anytime. Yeah. All right. All right, y'all. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate you guys being here um, and listening to us. If you're listening to us whenever this comes out and um, thank you, everybody. This has been podcast 172. Have a great night, day or evening. Be safe. Be healthy. Take care.